This is About Space, America's Return to Space, with news and information on our U.S. space program. Is your host of About Space, David Denault. Are we alone in the universe? Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. For the second time in two years, the Congress got a briefing on UAPs, or better known as UFOs, and hear what the Department of Defense Pentagon chief reported next as America and the world is listening to About Space Today. D&D Cruise and Tours is the official agent for About Space, and we invite you to come fly away to all-inclusive resort island destinations, or a cruise vacation from Port Canaveral, and even visit the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex, or just come and see the parks. Call for a discount cruise or an island getaway or the Florida beaches. Call today. The call is free, and so are our services. Call 877-747-8631. That's 877-747-8631. We are Florida's group travel specialists. Welcome back. Appearing before the select committee was Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick of the Anomaly Reporting Office of the Department of Defense. I should also state clearly for the record that in our research, Arrow has found no credible evidence thus far of extraterrestrial activity, off-world technology, or objects that defy the known laws of physics. In the event sufficient scientific data were ever obtained that a UAP encountered can only be explained by extraterrestrial origin, we are committed to working with our interagency partners at NASA to appropriately inform U.S. government's leadership of its findings. After all was said and done at the end of the day, our government still has no idea of what these UAPs are or where they come from. Since 1945, these UAPs have been flying in our friendly skies. Now, in a nationwide survey, about two-thirds of Americans, 65%, say their best guess is that intelligent life exists on other planets, according to a Pew Research Center's survey. Now, a smaller but sizable share of the public, 51%, say that UFOs reported by people in the military are likely evidence of intelligent life outside Earth. And by and large, the public does not view UFOs as a major threat to the country. I've invited planetary scientist Dr. Matthew Pasick from the University of South Florida to join me today. As a planetary scientist, what are your thoughts about life in the universe? Life in the universe. So this is something that as a planetary scientist or as an astrobiologist, we tend to think a fair bit about. Uh, you know, a major goal of astrobiology is actually trying to understand how life on the Earth might have came about. And life on the Earth, of course, if you start understanding that, you might be able to expand beyond the Earth to kind of understand what other, uh, what the conditions are for forming life beyond the Earth. And another aspect of planetary science also is looking for it elsewhere in our solar system because that is something that is relatively easy beyond uh, sort of traveling outside of their solar system. My thoughts are that most life, if we were to find life beyond the, beyond the Earth, it would probably most likely be microbial. 
And main reasons are is that microbial life is a lot more robust than uh, sort of the larger uh, multicellular organisms such as you, myself, uh, uh, the, your cat, uh, and trees outside. You know, those are a lot more complicated and a lot less sort of uh, tolerant of unusual and changing conditions. So likely beyond the Earth, microbial life probably is the most common life beyond us that we might be able to find. Um, that said, if we find Earth-like planets, I would not be surprised if things become more complicated. Um, the sort of it is, uh, you know, how complicated is complicated is definitely a question that is hard to kind of answer. We don't have a good foundation there yet, uh, but I would be unsurprised if even, uh, you know, within our own um, uh, galaxy, there are other intelligent civilizations out there as well that might be, uh, it could have come about through the, the processes of sort of planet formation and evolution of life, leading eventually to intelligent civilizations. Whether or not we can communicate with them, travel to them, those are very much open questions uh, that are certainly pushing into the range of science fiction. Study the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. They've been searching for 40 years. Right. And in their search in 40 years, they continue to listen. What would happen if the satellites that were sent out with the message that Carl Sagan put on them is intercepted. What happens if we actually get a message from extraterrestrial intelligence? That is a good question. So the, the golden record on the, uh, the Voyagers was, was definitely a, an interesting, uh, interesting test, if you will. And the, the question, I guess, that we as scientists would have is how would we be able to interpret uh, a message and that is not a trivial question uh, you know being able to understand it uh, the the general idea is that in the end we'll probably speak through some sort of mathematical language because mathematics is universal we should be able to kind of talk and uh, i'm thinking in, in terms of the movie contact uh, they did. They they sent the Fibonacci sequence, and the Fibonacci sequence is definitely something that is a little bit more. Um, it's a simple mathematical uh, sort of uh, code. So we we'd have to see if if we can understand what message they sent. That would be ideal. Um, On the the record, it said that they had designed the hydrogen as a common denominator in the universe, and they also I think it also said that they would use the mathematic techniques, simple by ones and twos and zeros. And so for hydrogen, of course, hydrogen is the most abundant element in the universe. So having sort of a, a picture of the hydrogen atom and our cons concept of that, I think would be universal on the golden record. You think that with a message, you'd probably want to send something that was uh, divisible into bits and, and um, mm -hmm. sort of you know, ons and offs and everything like that. So my it's a good question, and, and how would we get to that point? Is uh, how would we be able to communicate? Do creatures also, uh, would, would another civilization also be able to communicate by sending a picture? And you know, would we be able to read that picture? Would we be able to visualize it? Would we could we reprint it in the correct way? Is it just a simple uh, rectangular matrix or something like that? Lots of lots of good questions. You know, how what would their their aspect ratio be, and all sorts of other things like that. I'm going to put you on the spot. So you have the opportunity to ask a question from an extraterrestrial 
what would your question be? Ha, huh, that is a good question. Uh, what, would, what would you ask something? Maybe, where do you think you came from? Maybe, maybe the question I would ask, you know, where do you think you came from? Uh, you know, it, it, do they have some better understanding of how they originated than we do? Uh, are they, uh, maybe one of those things that you could identify if they say, well, you know, uh, they give some sort of militaristic answer as well that might also put us on edge. Or if they give some other style of answer, that would be something that we might be able to perhaps get some idea of their culture um, or, or between getting an idea of what they are like and also what they know might be a valuable kind of way of getting a response. Hollywood's fill up, filled our minds with aliens coming in and you know that if they're capable of traveling across the stars, I think that, you know, hunting, getting an idea of their, getting one question where you can get an idea of their culture may be helpful. Do you believe in aliens? I think the universe would be a phenomenal waste of space without life beyond the earth. And, you know, I think that there is somewhere out there, you know, whether or not there is a lot of complicated life, intelligent life, you know, it may be a bit more lonely of a universe than we think in that way, or it may be that it's just hard to communicate, you know, even communicating uh, between our same species is, is a difficult thing oftentimes between <laughs> linguistic barriers and, and cultural barriers and all sorts of other things. So you imagine something that is never ever, uh, something that's never ever interacted might be very difficult. So, uh, but I do think that there probably is life beyond the earth. If we look at time and travel, the person that would send this message would have to be I would guess advanced, did you say, to communicate this distance? The day that we get that message, we are coming. What effect do you think that'll have on the population of billions of people on Earth? It's not just going to be one thing. The government can't cover up for change. They're not directing it to SETI or the University of South Florida in Tampa. It's the whole world is going to hear this message. Right. What kind of an effect do you think it'd have? That is that is a great question. It's one of those things that uh, is culturally reverberating, right? If you had something that was, we are not alone, and uh, there's something else out there that is as intelligent, and you know, is we are coming also a threat? You know, you you'd have the, the humankind has many different approaches to addressing the unknown, and some of those are good and some of those are bad and you know i imagine we would see the whole gamut uh ranging from people who are like hey we are no longer alone and this is great now we can you know we can solve the world's problems to no let's hunker down and get some guns and get ready to shoot them as they're coming out of the sky and so i i uh, i i don't know how we would respond but i i hope the the we would respond positively uh, in a both positive in terms of our growth and acknowledging that, you know, that we are coming does not necessarily uh, mean a threat. <laughs> Dr. Matthew Pasek, planetary scientist from the University of South Florida, Tampa. What do you think? Are we alone in the universe? And check out our Facebook page, AboutSpace.today for launches and landings and invite your family and friends to listen weekly. 
and join Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor, this Friday for America in Space. To all our listeners around the globe and here in the U.S., thanks for joining me today. I'm David Denault, and this has been About Space Today.